0: Around there, look around. I see a lot of new faces. <laughs> Shut up. Which means a lot of you have been breaking the first two rules of Fight Club. Man, I see in Fight Club the strongest and smartest men who have ever lived. I see all this potential. And I see it squandered. Damn it, an entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes, working jobs we hate so we can buy shit we don't need. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. We're very, very pissed off.
1: Welcome back to uh, Gundam at MHQ. This is one of your hosts, Neo, and joined with me always is Soulbro and Chris. Guys, say hello. What's up, everybody? Yo. And then this is episode 118, and in this episode, we're going to be having two uh, topics for you. The first is going uh, to be our thoughts about the uh, Macross 30th anniversary celebration this past, uh, past year in 2012 and all the great things that came out during that. And second topic is just going to be a, a, a quick little discussion of some of the upcoming sci-fi movies uh, for 2013 as uh, there are going to be quite a few of them going out throughout the year so uh, we'll definitely get to that and in uh, the sake of some time today um, we're going to just kind of highlight a few things on the uh, NEO's Listener Smitted News articles and like always you can put those in the NEO's Listener submitted News articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And uh, the first one here comes from Herodimus76, a Canadian. And uh, it looks like, oh, this is coming from Entertainment Weekly. It looks like um, ABC is looking at possibly doing the long-awaited live-action Star Wars television series. It says here, uh, the entertainment president, ABC Entertainment President Paul Lee says he's going to take a look at the long-gestating Star Wars live-action TV series now, now that Disney has a deal to acquire Lucasfilms quote here we'd love to do something with lucasfilm we're not sure what yet uh lee said but we haven't set. we haven't even sat down with them we're going to look at um a live action series we're going to look at all of them and see what's right so uh definitely um keep your eyes posted for that because my gosh they've been talking about um star wars television series for man forever pretty much right
2: Mm mm-hmm Long well
3: time, know. which so. they said was unfilmable and yada yada. But well, now now they've got the power of the mouse behind them. Mouse King,
1: Mouse King's money. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you can do anything. Because all, all they got to do is, uh ah, we'll just re- release another adventure's Ah, one point five billion, no big deal. All right, um, but thank you, Mister Rodimus seventy six, for your submission. Next one here uh, comes from Arbiter Gundam, and this is the, the trailer for Unicorn. Yeah, Gundam Unicorn. Uh, you...
3: Oh, always posting about something that's not Macross?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not. And um, I guess uh, there's a small trailer, uh, Japanese trailer for Episode 6 is now available for those on YouTube. So uh, he has a link there, so definitely check that out. And thank you, Mr. Arbiter. And I'm sure um, I'm wondering how Macross World's going to feel that you're reporting on Gundam.
3: Oh, shit. How do you get those, uh, those commission checks if you're not reporting on Macross?
1: That might be a violation of the exclusivity contract, so who knows? Might be null and void. But thank you for your submission. Next one here comes from Wielder. And this is some kind of cool stuff. And this is coming from the Anime News Network. And uh, the fifth yamato 2199 film is slate and television premiere slated for this april it's going to be uh re- the remake of the original yamato uh, it's going to be begin airing in japan in april and uh, it's going to run on the 5 p.m time slot on sundays on the tbs network so um you know definitely check that out i guess the first episodes of the anime already ran in the Theatres beginning last year, so uh, and there's going to be a fifth uh, theatrical installment with episodes 15 through 18 that's going to play on 12 theatres on April 13th before going on sale f- on Blu-ray and DVD on the 20 May 28th. So that is some exciting news. Always like Yamato stuff. Uh, and thank you, Mr. Winter, for your submission. Next one here. Ooh, this ties into something. Um, uh, that we talked about last episode. And this is coming from a dangerous Australian defense Noir. Oh, and um, I guess um, retailers are, uh, it's from the Anime News Network. Come on, computer, you can do this. Um, <laughs> it's delay for the Total Eclipse uh, game for the PS3 and Xbox 360. love our alternative Total Eclipse 360 and PlayStation 3 games has been delayed from February 28th to May 16th. So, oh, it, no. uh, yeah, it, adap- it adapts the Total Eclipse manga. Um, so, yeah, so there you go. I mean, shippers, it's going to be a dangerous time for those guys, but hey, <laughs> all, you, all you harem fans. So, thank you, Mr. Vent Noir, for your submission. Next one here, and we've got to, this has got to be covered because this is important news. This is from Rodimus76. This comes from the Geek Tyrant, and uh, this is news And it's been slated here that the a uh, live-action Ninja Turtles movie is going to start shooting in April uh, in New York of this year. So um, can't wait for that because I'm sure this is going to be a great movie. Turtles that are now aliens. There you go.
2: It's <laughs> raping my childhood. <laughs>
1: Added caveat is it's Michael Bay. Oh, oh man, because he's so bad.
3: <laughs> you know what would be awesome though to see. Uh, The wide shot of of the turtles like heroically walking towards the foreground in slow motion while like, I don't know, like the Technodrome or something explodes in the background
2: (laughs) That would be, wouldn't it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Or that 360 shot of Shredder inside the Technodrome as it's exploding (laughs) Yes if everybody gives him crap about that 360 shot, mm-hmm. I've seen
1: a lot of other directors use that. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. It's been stolen many a time. As, as long as the Turtles don't work as part of some like secret special ops team for for the Marines and have like a bunch of like U.S. Army and, and U.S. military like jizzing all over the place.
1: If um, what if the Turtles are actually oil rig workers and they're pulled in to, uh, to save the world? Would that work?
3: that that would be interesting to say the least
1: <laughs> hey they gotta make a they gotta make a living somehow
3: as long so. as there's no crappy Aerosmith songs
1: <laughs> no no I, I I don't think that would be the um, uh, I don't think that would be proper but uh thank you Mr. Rodimus 76 and for your submission. Oh, this is this is an interesting one. This would be definitely in the Hopers and Dreamers category and this is from Vent Noir. Oh. I guess there's an article here from Cinema Blend that says uh Josh Whedon, he wishes he could direct the Star Wars number 7 too. So, I guess that I guess when people heard that they'd be like, "Holy crap." <laughs> but, and, and you know what? I
3: I bet Disney wishes he could direct that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I bet
1: but you know what, though? I bet that at this point, Mouse King is going to bring in cloning. They're like, you know yeah, what? Let's just clone Josh Whedon so we can have him for Avengers 2 and Star Wars 7.
3: What, what what would the uh, director's guild have to say? What kind of rules would they have about crediting clone directors? I
1: don't know. What would that do with his health care and everything, too? I mean... It w- I mean on on one. And then side. and then
3: SAG, because he's he's the writer for these movies as well. Do you credit one movie as Joss Whedon and the other as Joss Whedon clone or Joss Whedon the second? Or that's could be some interesting uh, arbitration issues. What? What if what if the clone wants to change his name and be original?
1: Oh, yeah, that is true.
3: What yeah. if he decides he doesn't want to do that movie because he wants to run in his own direction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he yeah. wants he's 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 Thomas Riker.
1: Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah that's true he could be hmm that's interesting
3: what if he go what if he becomes like he's like an evil clone and he goes off and goes to work for dc and makes justice league oh, 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 no. <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs>
1: Oh man, I wonder if you could stop them at that point. Because it's like we, you know, do you sign them like to a contract? Like you can't. You have to abide by our rules to recoup the cost of your cloning up until a certain point. Then you could work. I don't on know. Hmm. These are questions that we must answer. <laughs> but um, thank you, Mr. Noir, for your submission. And uh, I'm sure that that's just in uh, fanboy fanboy land. Is uh, I'm sure they're just going hearts are all flutter on that one, but. It'd be interesting to see what he would do on that. So um, uh, next one here comes from Wielder again. And this is from the Anime News Network. And uh, it's saying here in the February issue of the Monthly Young Magazine it's announcing that the Ghost in the Shell, a Rise anime, will launch in 2013. And it uh, doesn't really have any other um, details here unless uh, something has come up later. Chris, I don't know. Have you been following this oh i'm sorry there's a couple little updates mm-hmm. uh nothing uh kenji kamiyama has confirmed that he's not involved in the new project i guess production ig now has an official website for the anime facebook and twitter
3: accounts yes with and, uh with mm-hmm. the line art of uh, the major how she looks in this version which is yeah. quite different from her previous incarnations but not a problem for me yeah. <laughs> of course, that didn't stop people from complaining already that she looks too young or uh, they don't like the writer. They don't like the director. Is this going to have Moe crap in it? And it's like, man, you, you people are so wired to complain about everything that you're bearing the lead. New Ghost in the Shell. That's exactly right.
1: <laughs> There's going to be a Ghost in the Shell Arise production commemoration special night event that's going to be held at the Toho Cinemas in Roppongi Hills on February 12th. From six to ten p.m. I guess the tickets go on sale the six, uh, January sixteenth. Costs about two thousand yen, yeah, twenty-two dollars fifty U.S. Man, that's pretty. That's pretty. It's um, pretty cheap. Man, I, it's just hope, s- I just hope.
3: I just hope, and this is a hope, that they keep the same cast on both the Japanese and eventually the English side. Absolutely. I I,
1: I I don't think there'd be too much of a problem on the Japanese, maybe, but it's always the U.S. side. You never know.
3: Well, I'm sure uh, Mangler will jump on it, and and uh, if they do, then hopefully uh, Mary McGlynn will jump in there and, and get to work.
4: Her and Richard Epcar and, and the rest yep. of the gang. I Man. guess this event, they're going to screen
1: the Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, the Laughing Man compilation, Ghost in the Shell 2.0, and Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, Solid State Society 3D Films. And oh, they're not
3: in, they're not including Professor Bato's philosophical lectures? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's it saying here?
1: And there's also going to be a 60-minute live viewing event for uh, Ghosts in the Shell Arise, which will include announcements, clips from the new anime, a talk show featuring staff, and other special guests. So we'll definitely keep you posted on that. And any time... Any
3: specials new... on, on Basset Hounds?
1: Mm, didn't say, yeah, but there, there's a, there could have, we still have some time. It's only a few weeks away, so there could be some things on there. So, um yeah um but yeah and like you said anytime that there's new ghosts in the shell it's like why is everybody complaining about this it's like uh why they complain what she looks like it's new ghost in the shell <laughs> so um
4: as long thank- as they got the same pedigree as uh as 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 standalone complex and what's come before man that's that's all i can ask
3: well Kat. what's come before with the exception of professor bato's philosophy lectures yeah uh, i i i i stand corrected <laughs> you know
1: on, on its own isn't a bad film it's just it's the worst of the ghost the shell stop <laughs> So uh, yeah uh, next one here comes from Brett Noir again man busy busy down there in the, in the penal colony oh man uh, this is coming from Crunchyroll and made in Japan licenses the Pat labor OVAs it's uh, made in Japan has announced the acquisition of the classical political police action comedy Pat labor. The original seven episode OVA series, directed by Mori Ashu, blah blah blah, Oshi. Um, so yeah, um, it's they're going to be distributed in conjunction with the home video distributor Section Twenty Three, with uh, the original OVA series to be released in bilingual e- English DVD, Blu Ray, and digital formats. Guys, any thoughts about that? Good stuff, bad stuff?
4: I think that's exciting news. I, I know Chris is pretty pretty.
1: Chris, the the remnants of. Um, Of um, God, what was that? ADV. ADV, yeah.
3: Well, here's hoping that they use the same uh, Blu-ray master from the Japanese version because I've seen screenshots of that and it looks really good up there with stuff like uh, the Blu-ray versions of Bubblegum Crisis and other uh, equivalent things of the era. So I'm glad to see that Pat Labor is uh, coming back from the dead. And here's hoping this does well enough that they or someone else wants to uh, bring the rest back and on Blu-ray. Absolutely. Especially especially the uh the first two movies.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh that's <laughs> anytime you see license rescues like this is it's a good thing. So um uh but yeah, thank you, Mr. Vent Noir, for your submission. Um next one here is from Doctor. i never heard I haven't seen this person before. This must be a new poster. This comes from the Desmond Chang Gundam Portal site. And there is now a two-minute video of the 8 MS Team Battle in Three Dimensions short film. And it's it's going to be featured in the 8 MS Team Blu-ray memorial box. And, uh, yeah, looking at some of the screenshots here. Oh, there's some writing. Oh, there's uh, – what what the hell? Uh, what was the kid name? The kid that became the drunk at the end? Mikkel?
4: No. Uh, yeah. Well, no. Uh, I forget his name. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> is it Mikkel. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. God, I haven't seen I haven't seen this show in so long. I've, like, forgotten about everybody here. Oh, Where's Ina? Um,
2: Where's Ina?
3: <laughs> so I can uh, deal okay. with that. I can't deal with the,
2: oh, i got to write my letter to BB. Oh, BB. Oh, <laughs> she got me. Oh, there's no such thing as love in the world. Oh, uh,
3: oh freaking and... bros man.
4: Oh, what the oh, fuck? Uh, oh, fuck? Yeah.
3: What's Sobros? <laughs> Who ended up becoming a Dennis at the end.
4: <laughs> He's like, wah, wah, give me a drink. From Soul Bros uh, Man to Dennis.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, huh? Uh, it says here, Wobosuke Gundam, the 08th MS Team Blu-ray memorial box will be released on February 22nd, 2013. A brand new short film, Battle in Three Dimensions, uh, will be included. Ir- Irichiro Okoni wrote the scenario which follows the 08th MS Team Led by Shiro and the Gundam EZ-8 through the jungle zone towards the next battlefront. Just as they approach the bridge, the team is attacked by the Zeon forces from the l- from the front, the left, right, and the air. Ooh, what about behind? <laughs> We're behind, huh? But um, yeah, that's cool. So um, I'm sure um, we might be able to take a look at that.
3: There some- are trailers that have been released. Yeah. No, I'm
1: talking the the full thing once it once yeah. It gets-
3: <laughs> but it, but we have it. There is a trailer depicting that of these these chumps, you know, going to this bridge and then you know Zeke attack. Yeah, it looks nice. That's
1: yeah, for I'm sure. sure. It also. It's, I'm sure it does. And so they it.
3: managed to get the the voice cast back, the original voice cast. What? Right, nice. Even after all these years.
1: So thank you, Doc Tord, Uh, and uh, thank you if this is your first post. And just wrapping up everything here. Not really anything too much. Outside of that, so uh, we're going to conclude uh, the news here. And once again, thank you everyone who had submitted. And if you have any articles that you'd like to submit, always go to the Neo's Listener Submit a News Article thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha talk forum. And before we go to our first topic, it's going to be you know one of the long-awaited segments of the show is Hopers and Dreamers with Solbro and Chris.
4: Oh, get out of here! I can't believe it's back.
3: so excited i just can't hide it i know i know man you
4: were so you 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 were so uplifting last episode it's amazing it's amazing the change you've made sir
3: some might say unnatural
4: unnatural oh my god well i i wholeheartedly believe it and we'll go ahead and uh pick up where we left off let's get to the first
1: (laughs) sickening hope and dream please
4: Let's, let's go And this one's from everybody's favorite Macross representative, Arbiter Gundam. And he writes, see, here's another hopeful dream that one day soon Star Trek will return to television, but without Rick Berman. Well, um, that is something I so wholeheartedly
3: hope for. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that's much of a hope because he he's an old guy and he's been out of the business for a while and mm-hmm. hasn't had anything to do with Star Trek for nearly a decade. So <laughs> that's like, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I and I I would I would probably that's, bar- that's barely a hope.
1: Yeah, and 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 I, and I I would venture to say, depending on how this next film goes, I wouldn't. I would be too surprised if uh, somewhere in the near future another Star Trek would um, come up. So, what it would be, who knows?
4: I think that's a realistic hope and dream, and we might see it come Captain to pass. Captain
3: Sulu series. Oh, oh my! Oh my! Captain Sulu and the All-Boys Excelsior. Set your faces for fun.
4: (laughs) There you go. There you go. uh, The the future looks bright.
1: (laughs) Actually, if they're going to do one with the Enterprise, make it where it's just the Excelsior class best freaking class ever yeah
4: with, with the with the uniforms you enjoy oh hell yeah <laughs> the the what is it the uh, maroon the con uniforms,
1: uniforms. Yes. yeah the, the actual like we're a military fleet uniform not uh not the captain Ugly spandex. yeah oh well uh, onesie
4: pajamas i guess i'll just have to be the odd one out as usual <laughs>
3: Uh, you don't want to see the adventures of Captain Sulu?
4: I would. I would. Uh, if, if uh, I think they would be uh, flamboyant. Be awesome. <laughs> be it, and but. quite fabulous. <laughs> and full right. of memes.
2: Exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah.
4: Sh- shout out to George
3: Takai. But... um, Who's <laughs> coming down uh, to Miami pretty soon. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For uh, Supercon.
4: Oh, He's uh he's quite active on Facebook, man. They, he puts up a lot of amusing posts. So it's well, organic. it's
3: not it's not really him. It's his husband.
4: Is it really?
3: Yes, his husband is the one who. Uh, I think they're married, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are husband slash partner. He's the one slash manager. Is the one who posts all of that stuff. Oh
4: wow! I did not know that. I always thought it was That's, him, man. Damn. So did I. Until I heard the truth. Oh man, I feel cheated.
1: Here's a new story. Probably most people that are celebrities aren't really posting <laughs> that stuff. <laughs>
3: This is shocking news. Shocking. Utterly shocking. Oh, humanity. Unless it's Samuel L. Jackson, the Olympics. <laughs> that's real deal. Holyfield right there. Couldn't make that up. Or but. Samuel L. Jackson just tweeting about any football game on Sunday. That's that's the real deal. That's yeah. stri- straight from his phone. <laughs> his iPhone. <laughs> Which he uses to uh, buy organic vegetables to uh, make meals to sex women up. Yeah, exactly. That's what you do. All right, Soulbro, next hope Uh, and dream. Let's get back.
4: Thank you, Arbiter Gundam, for your submission. Uh, We move on to our next submission from Strike Zero, and he writes, Someday we will receive a stateside release of Super Robot Wars Original Generations, Super Robot Wars OG Gaiden, and the second Super Robot Wars Original Generations, fully translated with interchangeable English and Japanese language audio tracks, bundled together in an exquisitely packaged box set complete with the bonus die cast model of the srx and all 26 episodes of the blu-ray release of super robot wars OG: the inspector get on it atlas make it have it damn it and if it does come out it's going to cost about two million dollars <laughs>
1: It's the only way that would that would come to fruition is Disney would have to take that cloning technology that they're using for Josh Whedon mm-hmm. and they'd have to go to Windsor and clone uh twenty-five thousand Peters to, to be the only chumps that would buy that at five hundred dollars a package. But then you, you have... can
3: you can clone the Peters, but you can't clone his bank account.
1: <laughs> well, that's true.
3: So you just have twenty five thousand poor guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe they do a payday loan. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> that's the only way that'll happen.
4: That, but that is a a very chalk loaded and
1: open then and they're, and they're talk about threat to national security. Twenty five thousand clones of Peter. Oh my
3: God! <laughs> They'd have to all go into an arena and fight to the death for the title of true Pedobear bear north. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. But to make a thunder dome for them. Twenty five thousand go in, one come out. Which doesn't sound as catchy. No, <laughs> but still. Do You know what? I, I hope I hope this happens because if you believe it, it will happen. And just give me all all of my excellence, just everything, everything more excellent, more more everything, oh, more fan service, more women's, more robots, all of it. Just believe it, and it can be possible.
4: Positive thoughts.
3: You know, <laughs>
1: Chris, you're, you're starting to sound like Naruto. Oh, you just no. keep saying "believe it" all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now on a
4: Naruto? Uh,
3: I I, I will be the Pirate King if I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> just need the Dragon Balls.
4: Chris has been reading the secret.
2: <laughs>
3: hey, man. I just I just want to I just want to make friends and influence people. There you go, man, including Oprah. Yeah.
1: The Surface is the best, except for
3: iPad.
4: (laughs) That's so awesome. (laughs) Except for our iPad. But um, thank you, Strike Zero, for your submission. And our final submission for this uh, segment uh, today is uh, from Leda underscore Grim Angel. And this submission uh, reads, uh, Hello, everyone. I like... uh, Sorry. Hello, everyone. Like the idea, my hopes and dreams. Number one. Gundam X gets remade with the 49 intended episodes and released in North America and Blu ray. Uh, well, um, that one, uh, gosh, it's okay,
1: something. I'd, I'd like to interject on this. Because I'd like to crush a hope and dream on this. Go ahead. First off, Gundam X is good. Why would you want to remake something that's already good? If you wanted to, to make see- it better, if to make it wanted-
3: better, to make it more better.
1: If you wanted something that was just the intended ending, then why don't you wish for like a, a movie that's the la- that's a compilation of those last few episodes that were intended for? I don't want to see that getting you know remade because then the original may get lost and the original's just as good even though it wasn't the intended ending. It's still a pretty good show um, with the ending that it has. So, mm-hmm. dream crushed, shot into space, and burned in the sun, <laughs>
4: <laughs> along with Jab Man. Nicely done, sir. Personally, I I wouldn't mind seeing a a, a new translation Such negativity. of negativity. Gundamai- oh man, <laughs> no,
1: it's not negativity. It's just the fact of it, you already have something. No good. man,
3: if if you if you want it to happen, it can happen. You just okay. have to you just have to will it into existence. Positive thoughts, man. Positive thoughts. Oh, sure.
1: Just remake everything. Just remake uh, all the good stuff. Just remake that too, because you know why? Yeah, make it better. Make it yeah. better. Cause, cause, 'Cause it's got that old animation of, oh my god, anything before
4: two thousand just sucks. <laughs> believe it or not, there are people just, out there who believe every, that.
3: Everything better. Just, uh, just want if you want it to happen, it can happen. It yeah. really, really can. This world can change mm-hmm. <laughs> if you believe it. If you become the change. Exciting affirmation, Chris. Exciting affirmation. Yes. yes. My goodness <laughs> Join me. Join me in this venture. Let's make right. this a better world. Wait, Chris, have you been?
1: Have you been replaced by a scroll? Because this is not the golden <laughs> Chris.
3: I don't know anything about scrolls. <laughs> but you should bow down to them. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs>
3: oh, really? If they ever come here, they just want to help. They just want to help. <laughs> they just—they come in peace. And and the Kree, those guys suck. Don't listen to them. <laughs> scrolls are more awesomer. Yeah. 'Cause they're green. Green is yeah, good. They're green. Nice. Nice. They may have to replace you to get their job done, but it's only it's for your own good. And <laughs> <Isn't> that outsourcing, <laughs> maybe shipping jobs to scroll.
4: Nice, nice. Well, I I personally think um I would I would like to see a new translation in movies for Gundam X, but um there's no point in redoing the whole 49 episodes. I mean it's just you know I think the show is good as it is, but um if if they hey, wanted to, hey guys, do it, why
3: don't why don't we have all of Gundam redone? Let's oh, do a petition oh my <laughs>
4: Along with piers morgan <laughs> deport piers morgan and then get gundam redone those are the petitions we need to get worked on let's go but 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 sign but sign the piers morgan one first
1: <laughs> mother
4: effer damn well, well we'll we'll move on to the 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 second question or the last question uh from I thought that was it, this question no there were two questions in this in this submission Maybe. right here um the Sorry. other question is, release the Super Robot Tyson Original Generations as a port for the Vita and die 2G uh, Super Robot Tyson OG in English. I, I mean, I, the Original Generations have a better chance of coming out here than um any um any of any of the
3: anything can happen all all the licensed animes we can just get all the companies to agree to not take any any cut of it because it's what the fans deserve
1: yeah and why don't um, the
3: fans want is what the fans deserve guys come on
1: and why don't they just remake it for the vita why not just do a why do a port when you can just remake a new game especially for the vita that would
3: be awesome yes believe that just do every just do everything both guys, we can have both.
4: <laughs> well, I, I'm i i no I am of no mind on this this question. So, um, if anything, uh, I, I I hope your hope comes true. And uh, thank you for your submissions, Angel. Also, uh, that submitter writes, uh, very curious about the next Chaos Theater Full of Hate episode. Um, so whenever that comes up, uh, uh there's like, no
3: hate, guys. It's all about love.
1: Yeah, it's no, no, no hate. More. Well,
3: that, that well,
4: cancels that episode. All. Oh
3: it's gonna be the chaos theater lover special nice nice love to the entire world <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> thank you everybody for participating in uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> the helpers and dreamers corner and i turn it back hopers, over to not helpers Ho- hopers and dreamers yeah. corner and uh that's a whole different other show but uh <laughs> i turn it back over to neo
1: all right well thank you for that sickening um segment there uh Solbro and Chris, and uh, and if that's it, we're just going to be going into our first segment. You're listening to Gundam at MHQ. thought they smelled bad on the outside on upcoming superhero movies.
3: Scott, I'm going to punch you in the face. Why? <laughs> because there is another movie that we
5: must discuss. Oh, what's that? Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. Okay. did th- someone say that? Here's my thoughts on Man of Steel. It's
1: Zack Snyder directing Kryptonian on Kryptonian Violence. And as much as I'm annoyed that they're recycling a Superman villain we've already seen on screen and that there are plenty of Superman villains we could talk about.
3: But he was the best Superman villain. This is going to be the best Dragon Ball Z movie ever.
5: <laughs> I have no frame of reference for, for Dragon Ball Z. Please check our
2: website at misbeautomodcast.com.
5: In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning, In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is Not That Podcast www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards enemy Podcast Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning Uh, Let's go again Describe what Marcellus Wallace looks like What? Say what again Say what again I dare you I double dare you mother Say what one more goddamn time
2: Welcome
3: back to Gundam at MHQ. This is Chris, and we're going to be. Jumping into a topic we haven't discussed in quite a while on this show Mm. in detail, which is Macross. Awesome. And no, we're not doing uh, in-depth reviews like we did with Frontier. (laughs) (laughs) That was crazy and stupid. But we are talking about the 30th anniversary of the series, which did occur in Japan last year as the original series started up in 1982. And something that's been a tradition with Macross is to have uh, something to mark every five-year anniversary, and they've done so from 1987 all the way up through now. And sometimes it's just an OVA series or some kind of small thing. Sometimes it's a TV show like we had last time with... Frontier, but this time it was, for lack of a better word, an utter piece of crap (laughs) from an anime perspective. So let's look at what we did get for the Macross 30th anniversary. The 30th anniversary, a major milestone, not just your your 15th or even your 20th or your 25th, but 30. That's a a big milestone. Mm Mm-hmm. So what did we get? We got some concerts, which there's always concerts, so that's not anything amazing and also useless to me because I don't live in Japan. Exactly. <laughs> we got this uh, musical show, Macross, The Music Culture, mm-hmm. which, again, is useless to me because I don't live in Japan. <laughs> We got a uh, a, uh, real-life Valkyrie that uh, Shoji Kawamori was sitting in, which is cool for him, I guess, since he designs the suckers, but useless to me because I don't live in Japan. We got Arbiter's new favorite video game ever, Macross 30. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, looks pretty cool, this concept of uh, bringing together all of the different Macross eras in one and spitting out yet another new Valkyrie because uh, we need yet another new one in the Frontier era. Mm -hmm. The YF 30 Kronos. They've got so many. (laughs) One might say there's so many to choose from.
4: A smorgasbord of uh, Valkyries.
3: Yeah. And then we have on the anime front, there were some some history lessons on Macross, little shorts that uh, I did not watch. Because I've seen Macross, so I don't I don't need to know the history of something I've already seen. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Macross FB7, a project that sounded somewhat interesting at first blush, but turned out to be not much more than marketing for a Blu-ray set. So, what do we have? Well, I haven't seen it, of course. But uh, based on some very detailed reviews that you can find over on Macross World, what uh, we have in essence based on those reviews is a Macross 7 clip show mm. set in the Frontier World. Oh, okay. So you've got, as the story goes in these reviews, a mysterious bird creature that is dropping off VHS tapes uh, to the Frontier cast, and they are sitting there watching these VHS tapes, which – where? why would you have – uh, a VCR in in the late 21st century.
1: Oh no, no, they went to the uh, they went to that store and Spice Beagle went.
3: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that was the late but, 21st century, so they they were able but, to do But it. they
3: uh they accidentally got a Betamax first, so
1: Hey, you got to go back.
3: <laughs> they had to go back. So they're watching these videotapes which are summaries of Macross 7 using the nice newly restored footage for the blu-ray box set that just came out at the same time as this theatrical release guys oh my god who knew (laughs) what an amazing coincidence that is a okay. quinky dink. One might even say, if one was cynical, that this uh clip show movie thing which features some new animation of the Frontier cast but none of Macross 7, is just a thinly veiled attempt to get you to want to buy those Macross 7 Blu-rays, one could say.
4: <laughs> that can't okay. be possible, man. That, that they wouldn't do that, man. They wouldn't do that.
3: <laughs> okay. And in the end, uh from the reviews that I read and there were multiple of them. That's pretty much all that's going on. Damn. It's sort of like, like watching the Gekki Ganger movie. You're just watching characters watch something.
0: Yeah.
1: Which <laughs> is sometimes cool when you see it the first time, but doesn't have a lot of replay value.
3: Yeah. You know? But let's not kid ourselves, guys. I mean, this is the best they could do yeah. for the 30th anniversary of one of the most well known franchises in, in mecha anime and in anime period. Come on. A clip show movie? Of just slap together stuff. I mean, they couldn't even do like a real crossover of having somehow like you know Frontier meets Fire Bomber.
4: <laughs> that would that would have been epic, man. I that would have been
1: that We'd, would have been We know Busser is out happened.
3: there just roaming space as a space hobo. <laughs>
1: Well, it's I mean, to be honest with you, the thing about it is it's like they didn't even try. I mean, this is just got it's just is something like you're just going to slap together just to say that you're doing something. But it's, you know, it's like you said, it's thinly veiled into selling the new uh, Macross 7 DVDs. And, you know, there's always concerts all the time in Japan with dealing with some type of Mad Cross event. So it's like there's nothing special about it. And it's like you stated earlier, 30 30 years is a big deal for a franchise. I don't care if you're in the U.S., Japan, Europe, whatever it is. I mean, for having 30 years of different incarnations of a a single franchise and to have that much of a devoted following, that's a pretty big deal. And, and, you know, it it, it almost kind of dictates that you should do something kind of special to celebrate it. So.
3: Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, some other long-running franchises, Gundam, they at least had announced Unicorn, and mm-hmm. hell, they, they at least put together that two-minute video featuring all of the, the main Gundams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, one what you're try trying uh. to They're all trying to uh, help the core fighter get to space. Oh, yeah, yeah. You I see, see all of the Gundams from all of the OVAs and everything up to and including Unicorn. Unicorn, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that was a neat little thing. And, you know, they, they had all these anniversary events. They had the 1-1 one, one Gundam. I mean, they, they put a big deal into it. You got to give Bandai credit for this. They, they made that anniversary a big freaking deal. Absolutely. Way more than they did with the 20th anniversary.
1: And, 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 and it's like you said with Unicorn. The first novel or anime or, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, novel or manga adaptation, you know, into an anime never done, been done before was Unicorn. And they made it extra special by saying, we're going to do this, and then we're going to make it part of the anniversary celebration. So everybody's like, oh, man, this is awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Here it's just like, uh, concert. um, Here's some dumb thing about uh, dropping off VHS tapes to pimp the the Blu-ray that just came out. (laughs) I mean, yawn, yawn, whatever.
3: I mean, you know. Or you look at uh, another another franchise, Star Trek. When they had their 30th anniversary many years ago, you had um, you had First Contact out as a new movie. You had Deep Space Nine and Voyager. They each did a 30th anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. Of course, DS9 did the, um, oh, the Trials one. and Tribulations with the yeah. blending of the footage of old series with the Tribbles. And then Voyager did the Captain Sulu flashback to Star Trek VI. Mm-hmm. So that's they put in that pretty substantial amount of effort to uh to do those two shows on on those series so they they put in the effort to make that a big deal and it was a big deal back then when that was the 30th anniversary of the franchise i don't see that with uh, Macross, at least on the anime front because again you know a concert or a short-run musical that's not something that people can enjoy into longevity unless you release a blu-ray or a concert cd and even then that's not the primary focus of an anime franchise
1: and they, and they it's do not it its all. Encarn-
3: the, it's main incarnation.
1: And they do it all the time. Yeah. You know, it, it's always it's a concert. The, yeah. There's always something. Yeah. There's and there have been
3: multiple concerts where they've gone and they've brought back the various singers from all these different franchises, all these different series. So getting them all together again is by itself, again, not a big deal.
2: Right.
4: I know if you're a Japanese fan of Macross and you live in Japan, um, you're in the eye of the you're in the eye of the hurricane. Yeah, so they you, have you, a hype machine
3: and they have the merchandising, yeah. you, but you, the most important part of it, the anime. Yeah,
4: but I mean, in, in in defense of that, Macross really hasn't reached outside of Japan all that much, except on the unofficial level. Well, no one's so, talking about
3: outside of Japan. Yeah, that's, it, that's not the issue. We're talking yeah. about. The franchise, As, not uh, international audience. Yeah,
4: That's but I'll, I, I got
3: dis-
1: I mean, I to uh, disagree with you guys because uh, even if they're in Japan, yeah, uh, like you just stated uh, with Star Trek when they did their thing a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you know that was mainly for the American audience. They did something that was special. Even if I'm a Japanese person, and yes, I'm in a di- you know, but you see the toys, you see all the stuff all around, but. I mean, really, what they did is just it doesn't even denote that it's anything other than another year with Macross. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not something special. It's yeah, that's like my you said, point. With, yeah, with Gundam, it's like, yeah, they, they, made, they made it a point to do it. So I'm not even going to go on this defense of, oh, if I was Japanese, it would be <laughs> different because I don't think that's the case. Because even, even placing myself in that same position, I'd still be there going, hmm, this where's is the, sh- the
3: best we have. Yeah, where's the show? <laughs> where's, where's where's an ova where's something i mean yeah, there, here's there are a, so many possibilities. A, a movie i, I would a movie a, a movie, dumb movie so
4: i would have loved to see i would have loved to see either a movie an ova or a tv series where you encompass the entire path of macros from the beginning from zero all the way up until frontier like you, you'd have a maybe the character or a set of characters that experienced um events in the macros universe that their stories come together and, and you have some kind of overarching storyline that kind of ties every Macross series together you're, you're kind of talking about the yeah. Macross 30 video game yeah, <laughs> macros 30 which would have been cool to have a to have an actual to have an actual uh, animated series where that actually happened to have the, a reason to have cameos from people who have been you know are characters that have been showing up throughout Macross, including you know plus and 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 seven you know it, it would have been really epic to see something like that and maybe that might happen in the future if this game takes off but um it, it would be nice to have that now and instead okay. they decided um, to make a video game instead and it's kind of just falls into a, a very small uh, to, 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 to th-
1: 2013 wish the word epic is not to be used on god for the rest of the year
4: sorry sorry it's, yeah it's I the first word to come to mind it's I, not
1: it's not you it's yeah. just that i have to see this all the time everything's <laughs> epic so, gargantuan. So if any, if any of
3: us slips up, <laughs> epically gargantuan. The, the, the,
1: <laughs> any and any of us slips up, the other two can just needlessly, or no, not needlessly, but can completely publicly humiliate that person. So sweet, sweet. that's.
4: Well, let me be the first.
1: No, 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 no.
4: That that <laughs> and was. frequent. No, that's that's the warning. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Neil the warning shot. Yes. Shot across the bow. Since we're talking about Macross cross. Hey, man, that's the Captain Global, the, the Captain Global Special. Shot, yeah, sh-
1: <laughs> the, the greatest punch against uh, across the bow. Hey man, so. that's good stuff. But, sorry, sorry, continue.
4: No, that that that's pretty much what I was hoping to see. Um, You know, some kind of animated uh, series. and, and Something might get announced in the 31st year, but that's well past the thirty first, the 30th oh, what's anniversary. The yeah. oh, what's, yeah, well, I mean, yes, yeah. they could
3: announce a, a new TV show now, which would be great for now, but still sure. not change the fact that for the thirtieth anniversary, they just put out a clip show, yeah, a clip movie. I mean, it's
4: it, it, it's got its start in the animated medium, so it should have had something that was pretty substantial that was animated that um, represented the thirtieth anniversary. And instead, we get an infomercial, and that that really does blow.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: and you know, since these are our thoughts on the issue and we've laid them out, I, I don't think there is much more to say. Otherwise, we'll just be uh, spinning our wheels. So, any closing comments, gentlemen? uh maybe something will come in
4: 35 okay. either <laughs> 35 I, I expect much better for the four, at least for the 40th anniversary but um that is <laughs> that is a ways away <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> by then our robot masters may have risen up already
1: oh, it's not even go with that I, I you know i was surviving jet lag yesterday because i flew in uh late friday night from the east coast and um I was sitting there watching some Netflix yesterday and I ended up watching T2. And I'm just sitting because I was looking for strategies.
3: Strategies. I'd seen it in a while. Be on the lookout for Cyberdyne Systems.
1: Yeah, exactly. Looks like looks like every other contractor is building in, in Southern California.
3: <laughs> so with that, I think uh, we will wrap up this short segment and hopefully we'll have something more And something better to discuss with Macross later this year. You never know, but this certainly was, I think we all would agree, a missed opportunity. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree to that. So please give us your your comments or your despair, especially if you're an arbiter. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Uh, I I will mention this. um,
4: uh, Shout-outs to uh, the Macross World Convention that happened recently. That that at least is something that... um, of note that happened on on our shore for macross this year and they celebrated the 30th anniversary their own way so um uh for those who haven't listened to that episode yet it's
3: a uh, special number 19 damn at mhq check that out and uh that's all i've got to say all right and with that we'll wrap up this episode we'll be right back you're listening to Gundam at mhq
5: Where's that noise coming from? How could they page me at a time like this? Hey, ma'am. Who's that in that bed over there? Nobody, really. Just one of the injured that I'm helping to take care of. That's all. Let's (gasps) see.
2: He's my son, and he's badly injured. Let's see if you have nothing to hide. you're saying, Mom?
5: You'd rather they got me? Would you prefer that? It's war! They call me good. You've grown so wild, Amuro. I don't even know you. And Just how outrageous are the hosts of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast.
3: Bulma Brief from Dragon Ball Z is such a uh, tease.
1: Anime. You're
3: going to go over to Master Roshi's house every day, wearing your little short shorts, your little sexy tops.
2: Addicts.
3: We should not going to let him tap that ass, even though he wants to tap it and he gets nosebleeds all the time. Anonymous. He's 500 years old. The man can't die till he gets laid. Let the man rest in peace. All i got to say is Master Roshi's sperm count is over 9,000. Podcast.
5: Don't miss a moment. Tune in at aapodcast.com and iTunes. Don't talk down to me like I'm a kid. I totally dig being on my own. Plus... I can eat all the pizza I want. Didn't I tell you for years to go easy on the pizza? And don't tell me that's all you're eating every day. God, you're pathetic, you know that?
2: Please don't talk to me like you're my mom. You're not the maternal.
5: That's enough. Look, you better explain this. I don't give a damn about your personal life. Start
2: talking.
1: all right everyone welcome back Uh, this is going to be our second segment of today on episode 118 Um, and we're just going to be doing a quick little discussion of some of the upcoming sci-fi movies of 2013 uh we kind of looked and there seems to be a lot of uh, sci-fi related movies coming out this year so we're just going to kind of briefly discuss a few that we're looking forward to and and maybe uh in closing speak thinking if this is uh Maybe just something that's going to be a one-time event or, or um, is this going to be the next uh, onslaught of uh, genre like uh, comic books events? So um, I guess at this point I'm going to start with Chris with uh, some of the sci-fi movies that maybe you're looking forward to uh, you know, in 2013.
3: Well, definitely the uh, lines have been blurred, I think, between sci-fi and comic movies in the last few years because comics cover such a wide net with uh, the various things that have been adapted. So, you know, my list is a mix of comic and what you would just consider plain old sci-fi. Uh, one of the biggest would be Iron Man 3, oh. which I'm sure we'll be talking about come May. Right. Absolutely. The trailer trailers for that get me very excited. Um, of course, Pacific Rim, because I don't know if you guys heard, but the apocalypse has been canceled. Oh, get out of town. By Stringer Bell.
4: <laughs> by Stringer Luther Bell?
3: He won't tell you where Wallace is, but he'll tell you that the apocalypse has been canceled.
4: And he would, he would dispense, he would, he would dispense raw justice <laughs> he as will. he cancels the apocalypse single-handedly.
1: And we're gonna, of course, have to see how he dies in this movie because
3: <laughs> it'll be glorious. Yes, of course
4: it as will he, be. As he tells the kaiju to
3: get on with it, mother effers. Stumpf. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to Oblivion, the not Elder Scrolls movie starring Tom Cruise.
2: <laughs>
3: it looks more like Mass Effect than uh, Elder Scrolls. It definitely does, especially the guns. The guns it are does. so massive. It's so weird that you have Pacific Rim having people in uh, these uh, pilot suits that look pretty much exactly like Mass Effect armor. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this movie Oblivion that totally has Mass Effect weapons.
4: <laughs> when I watched that trailer, it's like, damn, is this a video game? I mean, it looks cool. I, I when I saw the tra- I saw the trailer for that when I went to go see Gangster Squad, and um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, w- I was thinking it was it was actually the trailer for uh, All You Need Is Kill, which sadly doesn't come out till uh, next year. But um, watching it, you know, you got uh, appearances by Morgan Freeman and um, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the the. The Russian chick that's in, um, that's in that movie, Korolenko.
2: O-
3: o- Olga Korolenko. Yeah, yeah, she's in that. She's uh, not Russian. She's Ukrainian.
4: Ukrainian. You let me let me let me fix my face.
3: But uh, yeah, don't 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 tell Ukrainians <laughs> that they're Russians.
4: <laughs> I might end up with my throat cut. But <laughs> yeah, that movie looks pretty interesting. I mean, of course, it's Tom Cruise saving the world um, on his own. He might die. Who knows? But at least Morgan Freeman's there to, uh, to give great, um, great narration. Uh, 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 apocalypse
3: Sage. There you go.
2: is <laughs> like well, he, he,
4: he looks like a black Wesker.
3: We'll <laughs> <laughs> continue. Uh, of course, Star Trek Into Darkness. Not much of a need to say anything about that. It's, it's a new Star Trek movie and uh, starring, of course, the uh, inflappable Benedict Cumberbunch. Oh yes. <laughs> as as dubbed by Neo. <laughs> and uh, else, well, Thor the dark world the new uh movie coming out is the second movie of marvel phase two definitely excited about that and what they've got going on there i mean hell they got they got the ninth doctor as the villain you can't go wrong with that that's pretty wild
4: that is pretty wild okay i'm looking forward to seeing the trailer for that but i guess there's a few months off we probably won't see the trailer for that until uh iron man iron 3. man three yeah i would presume yes. <laughs> yes
3: that would probably be the safe bet and I may have more movies that I'm – oh, Ender's Game, of course, because I'm a huge fan of the Ender books. There you go. And I'm glad that this movie, freaking Pete's sake, is just coming out because this movie has been in development hell for like 15 years at least. Yeah, I was to yeah, like, There's been mm-hmm. so many scripts for this movie, a couple of them written by Orson Scott Card. They were doing so many different ideas. They were trying to – they were talking about doing this movie way back – with uh Haley joel osmond when he was a kid like just off of sixth sense <laughs> which at that age he would have been an absolutely perfect ender but alas it didn't happen and now he's you know an old man by definition <laughs> yeah <laughs> for this <role>. pretty much <laughs> he turned into a, a giant a lumbering giant
4: i also but... noticed that uh jake lloyd was under consideration for the role Ugh. Uh, everybody's favorite anakin skywalk
5: <laughs> <laughs> no are you a jedi
1: you got a laser sword
3: <laughs> no no that kid no oh man. there was um actually a wacky plan that orson skycard had had at one idea to at one point he had this idea to combine the story of ender's game and ender's shadow
2: mm-hmm.
3: which for those who aren't familiar ender's shadow is sort of like a uh, parallel novel that's about one of the major characters named bean and It's all about his story, like his life on the streets and everything that leads him up to the battle school and at the same time and after. So it's running in parallel to Ender's Game and there was this talk of combining like both of those into one mega movie and then that all got chopped up and who freaking knows what the actual (laughs) film story will have but – They've got a pretty good cast so far. they got actually a pretty perfect casting of
2: Harrison Ford. (laughs) (laughs) Harrison Ford is the...
1: uh, I
3: I can almost hear the Indiana Jones theme playing as you're speaking. Harrison Ford is the no-nonsense, cynical uh, Colonel Graff. Oh, so he's playing himself. Yes. Harrison Ford as himself you got uh the kid from hugo playing ender although in like the two years that hugo came out to this movie that kid underwent puberty because he's gigantic now he now <laughs> plays the lakers <laughs> which is already kind of stretching it because if you've read the book you know that ender is six and obviously any film version would have aged him up but yeah, yeah this kid is definitely uh pushing whatever boundaries they've put for his age Wow. So definitely looking forward to Ender's Game just to have it finally done. It's like it's done because that movie was sort of the uh, Duke Nukem of <laughs> book adaptations for a long time. Yeah, they've been talking about that, as
4: you mentioned, 15 years, man, uh, till, since the 90s. That is nuts that it took this long to come out. But uh, we, we've seen other examples of that as of recently. That's and you one. know I read
3: though? that book in high school and pretty much around that time was when I started to hearing like, oh, Ender's Game movie.
1: But you know what though that we've we've had it we've had a lot of movies like that that have taken forever. They were in development hell, and some of them turned out to be okay because <laughs> sometimes being in development hell like that may, means that things can catch up, and you know people can write better, and you know maybe even even the taste of better. audience, yeah, and even and even the taste of audiences change, you know, yeah. so it might be and also.
3: I have to think to myself, as awesome as a late 90s Enders game would have been with Haley Joel Osment, Mm -hmm. man, those effects probably would have sucked and looked really horribly dated by now. They would have
4: been balls, that's for certain. (laughs) (laughs) Development hell worked for Iron Man as well. So, um, yeah, if if, if anything. um, We'll see soon enough. If it's worth going through the fire for, um, then it may turn out to be decent. So I'm looking forward to this too.
1: All right, Chris, anything else on what you're looking forward to?
3: maybe i'll remember some more later on but off the top of my head that would be it okay
1: now here we go soul bro what do you what do you got
4: well um i got i just got to say um, uh, welcome to earth <laughs> <laughs> as in after earth with uh will smith and um his son um what was it uh ralph garman's Jayden? favorite uh ralph yeah, that's, garman's that's, favorite actor jaden smith man that, that's a,
1: that's a that's an automatic i'm not gonna watch hey man uh, uh, jaden smith it's like <laughs> uh <laughs>
4: i saw the trailer for this just um just today actually um i was watching it on hulu and um i it it looks it looks interesting but um it's m night shalaman directed so i don't know uh, the jury's out on that i might catch a matinee of that if uh everything lines up hey guys there's probably Um, a twist somewhere oh my god oh people people were complaining that the twist was already ruined with uh with the title and it's like that's not a twist that's the whole premise they're on earth Basically, the in in short, the story for anybody who doesn't know, um, it's a thousand years after a cataclysmic event happens on Earth, and Jaden Smith and uh, Will Smith are the only survivors of a spaceship returning to Earth, Ugh. and they have to survive all the uh, genetically modified creatures that are on Earth that are all there to kill human beings and feed on them. So um, it's it. a survival movie, and they don't win. That's what, That's what. Because <laughs> we don't need the world repopulated by Jaden Smith. <laughs> That's what Garmin's rooting for. (laughs) But um, I I
1: would not, I would not even do a matinee on this because I wouldn't even want to have any uh, any money to go into it. If you're going to want to review it, view it via Mother Russia, Mm -hmm. because she, she, uh, damn, (laughs) she she is a good um, provider of film. A good provider of, of viewing material. So,
4: <laughs> will you stand alone? Because on that one? <laughs>
1: because the, because because the thing is, is if you if you donate even matinee money to it, mm-hmm. that means there could be a second one, oh, and we shit. don't need that. <laughs> We don't. Jaden Smith does not need a film career.
4: <laughs> we'll have to rethink my choices. Um,
3: <laughs> Nor does his sister need a music career.
4: No. I, I will say a movie to avoid. That's a sci-fi movie that's coming out this um this March. Is The Host. Um, for those who don't know and might get suckered into seeing it by your girlfriends, that movie's written by Stephanie Meyer. Um, it's a book series that uh, follows uh, it, it has nothing to do with Twilight but that's the author of Twilight and it's, it tells it's you a, all you need to know that's all you need to know people say it's actually um, what's she's wasn't the, she, the host a Korean she, film yeah well that's another movie that's, that's called the host it's just a coincidentally um, named the okay. same thing kind of like running scared There's two movies yeah. Called yeah, i didn't scared. know because i know
1: these <laughs> uh, i know these 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 women writers here in the u.s with these teen things they're like you know you know uh, it seems like all these things parallel all these all these stories from asia it's like hmm hunger games hmm, sounds awful like battle royale
4: Hmm. well i mean things are based on other Dude, things we're in, but are in the interconnected the host world. Is a pretty oh. generic title though so yeah, yeah. The, and the host That's, is also said to be um ripping off uh something as well um, there's a, a manga called parasite okay i believe and uh and people people have been claiming that um stephanie meyer stole a lot of elements of that story uh what? and incorporated them in the host so um I guess uh, people will be able to confirm that once the movie comes out. But um, I'm staying away from that with the 10-foot pole. So <laughs> hold that. Hold that. Um, you know what's
3: probably the saddest thing about that? Mm-hmm. That movie was directed by Andrew Nichol. Who's that? Really? Oh, I he, forget what – The guy who he directed uh, Gattaca. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, Damn it, son. And more recently, some, some garbage fare like uh, In Time. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Which what? was uh, – in Time, like, is, that, is that the one with Justin Timberlake? Yes, the one where he's stealing time. He's basically like S- Occupy Time. It
4: looks so stupid. Have you movie seen that movie? Su- I, I never th- saw it. I wanted to, though. Dumb.
3: It's, it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, he's, he's a good actor, and he's good in the role, and, and Amanda Seyfried is nice to look at, but it's just, dumb. It's, it's just a horrible movie. And you get to see uh, Pete Campbell from Mad Men playing Pete Campbell. Oh, sci-fi nice. pete campbell sci-fi pete campbell <laughs> yeah. was there no uh, was there no sci-fi lane to uh to no take no, him... sci- no sci-fi lane because sci-fi lane is fringe
4: oh there you go well all right well um now yeah. that
3: i am finished talking about um
4: movies to avoid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about movies you'd like to see. You hey, I'm to- just, I'm just trying to get the it's word public out. Public service announcement. I'm just, I'm just helping my brothers out there so they don't get suckered into into terrible films. So, um, keep your head up, guys. Well, Half of
1: these will be terrible. <laughs>
4: Well, I won't take responsibility for that. But uh <laughs> moving on to films I'm looking forward to, um uh, a lot of the ones that Chris named off I'm looking forward to and I'll leave it at that. But um another one I'm looking forward to is Elysium. Uh that is the uh lauded film that uh, has in uh, has in it uh, Matt Damon. Um and it's the movie that has been brought up in the news several times for having coordinators in it. Apparently uh, society, high society lives in uh floating islands that float um Outside of a, uh, you know, above above uh, mainland Earth, and um, kind, of like space. Yeah, space. kind of like
3: plants in space, like
4: plants in space, and um, then you got are they the- are they managed by Lando Calrissian? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're out of the Empire's reach from here, but you know, sometimes <laughs> oh no, <laughs> could possibly be. See <laughs> if they want to make that movie good, that's mm-hmm. what you do. You have those, you have those plant, you know, you have these floating cities out there, and the mm-hmm. president of that. You make it Billy D Williams.
4: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Bill- See, Billy I should D. be a
1: freaking movie writer. <laughs> <laughs> Just this <laughs>
4: The synopsis says: In the year 2059, two classes of people exist. First, are the truly wealthy who live on Elysium, a pristine man-made space station similar to the appearance of the Sanford Taurus. Um, the so rest it's live it's a on, space colony. It's a space colony. The rest live on an overpopulated, ruined Earth. And it stars Matt That sounds Damon. more like
3: G Gundam. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> do, do they do
1: they have a they have a battle every four years? Who gets to lead the lead the world?
4: Possibly, I I know it. Um, it uh, uh, basically a very bald, ec- unlucky ex-con, Max, uh, played by Matt Damon, is backed into a corner and he agrees to take on a daunting mission that, if successful, will not only save his life but will bring equality to these polarized worlds. So, um, he's fighting for something, and um, I guess he's the uh, the Domon Kashu of this movie. So we'll we'll see what happens, and he's going to probably be fighting against uh his own version of um, uh, of of Atherin. Since they've then since there's coordinators in this world, so we'll see. Jody Foster's in it too, so oh uh, ooh, man, I haven't, I haven't seen a trailer for it yet. David
1: and Jody Foster, you signed, got me signed on.
4: <laughs> Neo's mm. favorite uh, movie, uh, District Nine. The actor from that, Copley, is in this, so um, this
3: is from the same director of District Nine. Actually, yeah, it's absolutely. his follow up. Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. So,
4: I, I I like Shalto Copley a lot, and it's, it's good to see him uh, in another movie. And um, Neo, I, I like District Nine, so I'm, I'm hoping that this movie will. Uh, will be a better, um, if anything. And, um, uh, outside of that gravity is another movie I'm looking forward to from, uh, Alfonso Cuaron. He directed the third Harry Potter movie and, uh, several other, uh, movies as well. Um, he, uh, he's directing, um, uh, looks like, uh, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Uh Astro uh, the synopsis says astronauts attempt to return to Earth after debris crashes into their space shuttle, leaving them drifting alone in space. So it looks like it's going to be a very dark uh, movie uh, and one of survival, so uh, I haven't seen any trailers of this and I don't know much of going on uh, that that's going on in the film, but it's directed by Alfonso Cuarón, so I'm already I'm already signed up for that. Last but not least, the other movie I'm looking forward to is I guess, uh, since it's going back to its roots, Riddick with, uh, Vin Diesel, he seems to be on the rebound thanks to, uh, Fast Five. So, um, Riddick, uh, apparently he's fighting for survival again on a, uh, on a planet. It, it's, I guess it's harkening back to, uh, how it was in um, pitch black, black. for him. And um, that's I hope they September. ignore
3: as much of Chronicles of Riddick as oh, possible. That
4: oh movie man. was garbage. That movie was terrible, Jack.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I, I will. You know, I haven't said anything yet, but I will say that this is my uh, this is my last chance on the Riddick franchise. Like, oh, I'm going to watch this, and <laughs> if if this is Chronicles of Riddick, I don't want to deal with it. But nice, well, you can't well, do any worse well, than Chronicles you, of Riddick.
3: You, you always have pitch black. It's like <laughs> let's <laughs> forget. We could forget there's a Riddick franchise. Just stick to pitch black.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just, let's just remember him as a character in a movie
3: <laughs> rather than some some thing yeah nice. <laughs> uh, in, well, in a bad movie
4: <laughs> an honorable mention i i'd have to say it goes out to about time which uh from the premise sounds funny it's a time travel comedy starring rachel mcadams and uh tom hollander who um, a lot of people know from the uh, Pirates of uh, the Caribbean movies and um, a little movie called uh, uh, in the loop which uh, he was funny as all hell in in that movie um, uh, that movie seems to be pretty interesting so well as long better
1: it, as long as it follows the rules of of time travel as established by back to the future because if it doesn't then it 's a crap movie you can 't have a time travel movie without the laws of back to the future being in place
4: yeah, well there was, there was another time, time travel comedy that was actually pretty awesome uh, a little a little movie called the
1: great no, okay. but you're,
4: you're not. You're not so. getting. But you're saying,
1: if it doesn't apply to those rules, mm-hmm. then you can't watch it. Well, hey, uh, well, I guess we'll everyone see. knows that's all time travel rules. Movies are dictated by Back to the Future time travel logic.
4: It set down the the concrete rules and stuff. Yes, so. That, so the tomes, part of the tomes, the the time travel tomes. We just it's we just don't cover travel. those today. <laughs> <laughs> but Neil, I turn it back over to you, sir. Um,
1: well, of course, the, the the movie I want to see the most is Pacific Rim. <laughs> Holy crap! I mean, Jesus H Christ! What can, what more can you say? Giant robot, Stringer Bell. Oh my God! Destruction, uh, rocket punches, the oh.
4: Sons of Anarchy oh. in, in Mecca. <laughs> Sons of Anakari and
1: Mecca, mm-hmm. Japanese lead pilot chick now, doing what Japan can't do, putting a woman in, putting a woman as a, in a lead role. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Mexican director, it's got it all going for it. <laughs> So, and of course, Iron Man 3, because that looks awesome, too. Thor, big fan of Thor. Um, I am kind of interested in that Oblivion movie, too, even though it has Tom Cruise in it. Well, no, I'm I'm apprehensive sometimes with movies with Tom Cruise. I mean, there's been some ones that he's been really good in, but sometimes he's Tom Cruise in a movie. Mm-hmm. And, and we all know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, absolutely. Hey, yeah.
3: Sometimes he sucks, but then sometimes he pulls out a, a yeah. ghost protocol. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, th- and that's and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping Ghost Protocol, you know. So Ender's Game. I've never read the books, but I've always heard about them. So I'm looking forward to that movie. Maybe I'll read the books. Maybe I'll have time to read the books before then. Hopefully,
3: the first book at least is a really short read. I mean, it's a high school. It's a it's a high school literature book. So okay, even middle school. So you could and you could read that's like 300 pages, 400 pages. You could read it in one or two sittings.
1: And, and that's a uh, and and that movie comes out towards the end of the year anyway. So because I think that's like after the summer i believe i from what i had seen but i may be wrong
4: pacific uh, Rim, uh, or no sorry um ender's game uh, ender's game yeah ender's game is in november it's uh, the month of thor and the Hunger games i know um uh, neo's looking forward to uh battle royale light
1: <laughs> well and chris too yeah we, we love hunger games yeah oh can't, can't get any more catness. Ugh. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'll, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If I want to watch Jennifer Lawrence, I'll just pop in my Blu-ray of uh, First Class, and <laughs> there's plenty other movies of her in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd even rewatch Winter's Bone with her as a trashy redneck. Hey, uh, man, what What about that
4: Silver Lion's Playbook, man? Silver Linings Playbook, man. You know, you you'll pop that one seen. in when it comes out. I, I think I'm good. <laughs> and
1: some movies that. Um, I know a movie you I, originally. I kind of wanted to see. I never read the. I never read the book, but then as I've I've heard about it because even Chris told me about this. You know, the complete. My 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 message to the folks is stay away from World War Z. Uh, from what I heard, that's a, <laughs> definitely another one to uh, to stay away because uh, they completely shat all over the book on that one. I guess the other one I'm looking forward to is the Star Trek movie. Uh, hopefully, a lot less lens flare and um, i don't
3: think you, i don't think that's that's a hope that will go fulfilled it's jj yeah. abrams after all the and, trailer already had a substantial amount of lens flare in it so <laughs> you
4: know, you know, I'm, I'm hoping and dreaming on this one i so. have, a, I, have a, I have a question for chris on that movie um according to imdb which could be dead wrong um uh, alice eve is playing dr carol marcus uh it, it's has that been confirmed
3: i have heard that uh from multiple sources so and yes carol, that seems to be confirmed
4: and for those who don't know carol marcus plays the woman that uh, eventually kirk has a child with the child that dies uh mama. In, what's that
1: it's his baby mama It's
4: his baby mama yeah a baby mama yeah. yeah indeed so it's kind of neat that they involve his uh in his
3: wussy his wussy uh disappointment of a son oh yeah and and, and,
4: I, and i'm sure in,
1: and i'm I'm sure in true jj abrams fashion all this is just to get the fans excited to go to the movie, and we'll have nothing to do with the original continuity. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and two, I got, I'm getting tired of hearing this Benedict Cumberbatch crap. Everybody keep <laughs> Benedict I need to see what this guy's all about, because my God, everybody makes it sound like he's freaking. Dude,
3: boot up uh, out. Netflix and watch those first two scenes of Sherlock. You'll see. You'll now see. that
4: he, now that we've been hyping him up, Neil's gonna hate that show. I already predicted.
1: <laughs> no I just need to no it's not even you. it's everybody it's like Benedict Cumberbatch Benedict Cumberbatch I'm like okay and just like Idris Elba
4: he's an actor to watch man he's an actor just to watch, watch out for just, just
3: watch those you. first two seasons of Sherlock those six movies who's better you understand. who's
1: better though Idris Elba or Benedict Cumberbatch
4: now that's a question right there man I'm, I, my, my vote goes a little bit towards Elba's direction <laughs> but I've been rolling with Elba since um <laughs> since uh 28 weeks later so there you go oh
3: I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a pretty awesome guy, and oh, he's yeah. in a lot of good upcoming movies. But I gotta, I gotta give, I gotta stay with old Stringer Bell. <laughs> hey.
1: I, 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 all I'm saying, I, I, just gotta see what's going on here because my God, it's it, it, the internet talks about this guy like, oh my You'll God, see. And, yeah, fine, and. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. That'll be an interesting movie to to see because that'll I guess that will probably dictate the success of the, the Star Trek movie will be probably dictate where they go from uh, this point on. And uh, but it seems like they, they had to borrow a little bit from um, the angriest captain ever. One of his storylines, blow up Starfleet. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been saved by Captain freaking captain (laughs) cisco damn right (laughs) so that's about it for me on anything on any other movies uh guys any other movies uh before we just kind of close up with some thoughts if we we see this being a uh something that's just just happens to be a a a year full of this or do you think this is going to be the the next uh genre in you know we're kind of re Kind of going in tandem, or maybe even replacing how the comic books have been going. You know, these. I think it's here years. to.
3: It's something that's here to stay, at least for the next few years, because you look at next year, you've got. Uh, Robo Apocalypse. They're talking about. Well, that movie's been put on hold. Uh, yeah, but still. Most recently, but, but next year you got. Uh, you no, know
1: you know I'll be at that one midnight showing, holding the tomes.
3: <laughs> I, I know you will be. You got Marvel continuing stuff with. Uh, the next cap movie and then even going more of a sci-fi route with guardians of the galaxy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's a comic book, more of a sci-fi. Yeah. More of a sci-fi story.
3: Yeah. You've got, um, I've already forgotten what else is coming. Well, you got the Tom Cruise. All you need is kill coming out next year. Uh, who RoboCop, knows, RoboCop yep.
4: coming out next year.
3: Yeah. Who knows what, uh, DC is up to what they've got going, trying to build up their DC film universe. Godzilla. Aquaband,
4: the movie Godzilla comes out next year.
3: Yeah. Then in <laughs> 2015, you've got, you know, stuff like both in the same year, the Avengers and the new Star Wars, that right there is going to be big and, and um, let's not probably f- generate more interest in uh, space operas. In
4: 2014, also you got uh, Jurassic Park 4 and Transformers 4: The Return of The Return of Mikey Bay.
1: Now, here, now here's the thing, though, because this is where I really want to put the question. All of what you're talking about these last couple of movies are all established franchise. I'm talking about like you know we saw stuff like Oblivion and Ender's Game, things that don't aren't don't aren't established as a film franchise. Do you think there's still sustainability for those types of movies? We know with Star Wars and Star Trek and Transformers and you know RoboCop's going to be a remake. So I mean there's nostal- the nostalgic factors in there, but I'm talking, you know, um if these other movies like Oblivion or Elysium if they end up becoming big, do you, do you, do you think this is something that's going to keep going on or
3: I mean they're guaranteed mm-hmm. a decent amount of box office because they've got big names behind them. Oblivion's got tom cruise and he usually does very well box office wise Uh, matt damon in elysium he usually does very well box office wise so even if the movies end up being garbage they'll probably make some good bank just off of the name cred alone
2: okay okay
3: but i'm glad to see that we do have a mix of established movies and some of these original movies like elysium and oblivion and even adaptation of ender's game not just Ender's Game, but I was thinking specifically of uh, All You Need Is Kill because you got this uh, obscure Japanese novel, light novel, being turned into a Hollywood movie with Tom Cruise. I mean, that's pretty crazy to think of. And then I got to say all that's these other Japanese things that are so well known, like Ghost in the Shell and Cowboy Bebop and Akira have all stumbled and failed trying to get to the movie theater. And even well-known Americanized things like Robotech and Voltron have all failed to get to the movie theater. And then some totally obscure thing managed to, to get through with Tom Cruise in it.
1: And and that's, that's, that's the thing that I noticed the most about this 2013 crop of these movies. And, and I thought it was interesting to speak about was the fact that you have a lot of established franchises, but then you have things that really haven't, uh, been part of you know um, you know uh, live action movies or anything like that before, so
3: the but, way I see it and, and this is true with like various forms of of entertainment, including video games, is those established franchises the better they do, they give studios yeah. more you know, more money and a little bit more leeway, more leeway to occasionally take a risk on mm-hmm. something not well known and maybe that well known not well known thing becomes a franchise, and the cycle perpetuates so Yes, there's always going to be franchises, there's going to be remakes, but yeah. you know, if that studio does well, then maybe they'll throw some of that revenue into trying something unorthodox or something different. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, you you look back at some movies like you look back to the 90s and the Matrix, no one ever thought before the Matrix came oh. out that that movie would ever be successful.
1: Oh, that movie was that was a huge success. <laughs> I mean, That was big time. I mean, that movie did uh,
3: some weird kung fu sci-fi action movie coming out right at the same time that the new Star Wars Episode One comes out. Crazy talk. Nobody got Keanu Reeves. What (laughs) Matrix? What is this?
1: Whoa so but all right Chris uh, anything else before we turn it over to Chris? So, bro so bro.
4: Uh, uh outside of that I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of these movies are coming out in the day and age that we live in um, especially with the technology we have for CG and special effects um, I can't think of a better time for these kind of movies to come out especially Ender's Game what about, the, as, uh, what Chris about had next mentioned. year what about um, next because technology they, will be better and technology <laughs> will always improve so you know 10 years from now these movies will look like absolute poop but you know what can you do not
2: necessarily, <laughs> not <laughs> not necessarily Jurassic
4: not... Park still holds up even um, even though you know it's made way back when, I, I still, when I look at that movie, I'm still in awe of how good the the dinosaurs look. So if that's any testament, um,
3: I I, I hope that. Oh, well, for every Jurassic part, there's an episode one Ooh. where the CG doesn't age so well, or which or, I, or even worse, Independence Day,
4: which which I plead to Star Wars fans to avoid going to see uh, the, the the 3D re-releases of the of the why, prequels. Why,
1: why are you pleading, hey man? I'm just they're, saying they're,
4: they're, they're, they're it, tor- no, just just let that be, man, because no,
1: they're they're gonna. <laughs> They will bitch about it, uh-huh. but it will all be there release night, spending it, spending, you know, $25 in 3D IMAX. Nice. It's, they're battered women,
4: man. It's a done deal, huh? It's a done deal. Let like me and Capcom. All right. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. <laughs> how
1: long has this been going on? <laughs> it's, it's, I, mean, <laughs> I can't believe the Blu-rays are going to have this and this. Oh, $90 million first week. Over, I, yeah, so It's, it's never, been
4: going on since the year I was born, ironically. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, th- that they're, they're a
1: lost cause, so... I, I will I, say I, I this, wouldn't even make a plead out to them. That's a fault. That fears. I,
4: I will say this. Um, it's not a sci-fi movie, but I'm really looking forward to it. Machete Kills um, is coming out, and it's got a huge cast, and... Um, it looks like it's going to be awesome. I know Neil's looking forward that to that. A,
1: that will be a separate topic on Chaos Theater. In,
4: indeed, indeed. I, I know that you will wax wax long about that. But um, that's pretty much it. Uh, the, the, the crop is looking good, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of these movies and more trailers to drop.
1: Um, just my thoughts, yes. I think um, I, I'm glad to see that there's a... a, a, um, a a large variety of big and old franchise or big and new franchises uh within this and um you know I, I would just say to people you know be open-minded even if it's things that you've read um you know maybe it's um you know sometimes it's going to be good and and you know just because there might be some differences from what it was in the original um you know the original form doesn't necessarily mean it's bad except for world war z that sounds like total shit but um other than that, I guess uh, we'll we'll close out and uh, you know look forward to 2013 sci-fi movies. So you're listening to Gundam at MAHQ.
5: Gears of War 3 and 9.4! Ugh, those guys have rocks in their head! It clearly deserves at least a 9.6! Bro, why do you even care? Modern Warfare 3 is a far superior game in every
3: way!
2: You guys are still playing with your consoles? Please fully immerse yourself in true PC gaming!
3: Are you sick of Nerd Ragers making you feel like your games don't matter? Or do you feel like professional game magazines have sold out and only cover major releases? Sure you are. So join us here at secondopiniongames.com and let us make your video game conversations fun again. Our main podcast focuses on all gaming news, big and small. And don't forget our other podcasts where we talk about video
1: game collecting, fighting games, the best games you've never played, and other just mindless and mindful ramblings that entail what our main focus is. Let us be your first stop in Second Opinion. So stop by
4: secondopiniongames.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio.
2: on
3: fighters ready well uh, the award for the first one which is the award for the dope fighting
4: game that no one is playing online Uh, (laughs) drum roll please (laughs) yes cue of the drum roll it of course is none other than jojo's bizarre adventure Uh, (laughs) i'm sure they didn't see that one coming but oh my gosh can you tell them why with virtually no competition online anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Once you became the best whole horse in the nation, everybody bowed out. <coughs> <laughs> I literally tried a couple weeks ago to get a match online, and it would take almost 10 minutes to find somebody. God and if it, And if I did find somebody, of course it was in Japan, which that's the way most of the fights went on this game, but oh, yeah. 10 minutes to get someone to fight, and you'd play that person like once or twice, and they would be done. So, it's pretty scarce out there. Damn, man. And that's Bone what, dry. It, it sucks when your favorite game becomes a ghost town online, man. You know, it's just, you just see the tumbleweeds rolling by as you're sitting there waiting for a match to, be, to queue yeah. up, man. And that's that's booty, man. Well now that the anime started out, maybe you can find some more competition online now that the anime's on TV. Maybe some people rocking Joseph, man. Maybe. But anyways. The award for the most nickel and diming fighting game ever <laughs> is none other than Street Fighter Cross Tekken. <laughs> winning this winning this award whole handily for the on disk DLC. Oh yeah. Oh, oh,
5: yeah. oh. <laughs> Me
4: being the ass that went and paid sixteen hundred Microsoft points to unlock the other fucking characters. Me for being such a slug. (laughs) Me for not holding my own. I went and bought those characters. I deserve every bit of disgust that you guys have to offer. Thank you. I'll take this award in place of Capcom. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody.
5: (laughs) Ernest Hemingway once wrote, the world is a fine place, and worth fighting for. Fighting's ready. I agree with the second part.
2: Goddamn you, I
3: almost nunchucked you, you don't even realize.
4: at Gundam at MAHQ. This is episode 118, and uh, the subjects that we talked about today were uh, the Macross 30th anniversary and uh, all the festivities that took place, (laughs) or lack thereof. And then in the second part, we uh, talked about the sci-fi movies that we're looking forward to this year, in 2013. Before we uh, bring this episode to a close, we finally, finally uh, have the mailbag. It's it's finally here. Mailbag coming. Mailbag coming. And, uh... (laughs) <laughs> and it's got a shotgun with him in the it's, trench. It's being shotgun. delivered by. It's being delivered by Omar. Yes, indeed. Yes, they Jack the mailman. That's right. No one's gonna jack him. But uh, I I turn it over to the uh, the postmaster himself, Chris.
3: Well, since Omar Jack the mailman, there's no voicemails, which we're behind <laughs> on, but we'll catch up with sooner or later. So we are starting here, and uh, if we did ask this question, if we did answer this question last time, uh, don't make a big deal of it because it's been so long that we don't remember. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start with Mobius Diablo, who says, Sobro, I heard on the TomoCast you're catching up with Sword Art Online. How do you like it?" and I already know your man for this show as well. Nagata, the useless wimp friend. Don't know if you're that far ahead, though, with all that Netflix and Hulu.
4: (laughs) Well, uh, I just recently finished Sword Art Online. Uh, I guess at the time the question was asked, uh, the show was still running, but it just recently came to a close. I thought it was an enjoyable (laughs) romp. Uh, (laughs) I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I I like the first half a lot better than the second half. And um, I was actually invited to go on to the uh, the gundam F- fan chat uh, show where they just recently talked about it. Check that episode out uh, i 'll drop the link into the to this uh, this post on the website for that discussion but i, I had i couldn 't make it due to a family emergency but um just in short it 's a really good show. it kind of reminded me of um a little bit of the the fun we used to have playing uh, Phantasy fantasy star online on the Dreamcast years ago, and um, you know, just I like the situation that is brought up in the first half of the show, and, uh, and as Nagata being my man, nah, uh, my man in that show is the uh, the redheaded dude that uh, the, the main character meets at the very be- very beginning of the series that finds out that they're all screwed once uh, they realize the game turns deadly. So. um, that guy was pretty cool. Uh, outside of that, uh, it's a, I recommend it to anybody, especially if you play MMORPGs. Uh, you might you might enjoy it quite a bit. I know one guy, though, that hates the show, and that's the Suspicious Red Lamp. And I don't get why he hates it so much, but um, shout-outs to him for 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 being Actually, here. you
3: know what? Mm-hmm. This may be one of the very rare occasions that you and the general agree on something. because oh, wow. He loves the show, but pretty much everyone else I've encountered online who has seen the show hates it. Really? Especially the second part of it and I have not seen the show, so I can't speak to it, but the consensus I've seen is that the second half and just the overall writing ruin the entire show. You know
4: what? I like the fact that the main character takes he's proactive. Um he's a bit of a loner, but the fact that, you know, he has a very uh
3: Mm-hmm. Very against type for you.
4: And very against type. And on top of that, you know, he ends up with the with the woman that he actually, you know, is in love with and you know, there's none of this harem BS, you know, they just get right to the point in that show. It moves quick and um, you know, the second half doesn't come as strong as the first half, but I still like it anyway. And I I think it's very well done. Um, If people hate it, they hate it. I will say this. Shoji Romero, who you guys know from Shinjuku Station Podcasting, he loves the show as well. He's the one that turned me on to it. So um, if anything, uh, that that makes three.
3: (laughs) All right. But that's pretty much my answer right there. Well, there you have it. And our next question comes from the loser villain, and was asked in November, so our answer may be somewhat more useless now. Mm -hmm. He goes, With Bandai DVDs becoming harder to find as they go out of print and people jack up the price, are there any series you would suggest looking into other than Gundam? I have most of those. I just bought up both Code Geass seasons and I'm looking to get some of the shows I may have missed out on. Thanks. Well, I haven't done any uh, research checking into these now. Their current status as of... January 2013, so some of these may be gone or more expensive now. But mm-hmm. off the top of my head, uh, definitely Wolf's Rain, Escaflowne, um, Planets, both seasons of The Big O. This has been out of print for a while, but you might be able to find it. Cheap, King Gainer. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. Both seasons of Gits, of course, and uh, Solid State Society. What else? Um, You're looking at your DVD shelf, aren't you? <laughs> I Wish I could because my DVD shelf is in my room, which is in the opposite end of the house. Oh, so <laughs> I'm trying to telepathically picture what's on my shelf, and I'm failing. So I know, I know I'll Turn it over to you guys.
4: <laughs> well, uh, definitely the uh, the major ones. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is definitely the first on my on my mind uh, to definitely check out. Um, um, Kazino Yojimbo, which is an adaptation of a uh, Akira Kurosawa movie, uh, is a 26 an- episode anime series. That I always found to be an excellent watch, and um, it may be kind of hard to find now, but definitely look that up if you if you can happen to run into it. But uh, that's another series from Bandai, and the other shows that Chris mentioned, I, I definitely second second those up in, in opinion.
1: I will say though, um, for somebody that goes on eBay and stuff like that, um, just because they're probably at high prices now, because there's a you know a lot of people trying to get rid, uh, trying to acquire these things because they're out of print. Out of Bandai it doesn't mean that, like you know, six months from now they're still going to be at those same prices. So don't always sit there and think that this is a lost cause. I'd always just check. I mean, uh, a lot of it's just going to be based on demand. So I mean, stuff like you know King Gainer and all that. I I, I don't know if there's that big of a demand. You know, for things like that, because these aren't—it wasn't necessarily the largest, the profile series. So
3: They'll be- by the same token, some of these later Bandai releases, as in the very last ones, probably had very small print runs to begin with. True. So true. their scarcity may drive up their price because Double yeah. O went up pretty fast everywhere. Those yeah. uh, seasonal box sets, because they came—the second season came out right at the end. That second half of original Gundam came out right at the end. So I can't imagine that they printed up as many of those as they would have say Gundam Wing or even Ghost in the Shell or Cowboy Bebop and Rescue Flone. But so yeah, in some I'm, cases you might have be. higher prices due to smaller print runs. Yeah, but
1: you know, in the end though too, it's just gonna come out to what the market is. And you know, there might be a market for it now for whatever reason. But you know, six months from now there may not be a market for it anymore. So, you, you, you know, I wouldn't be completely discouraged, but well, so
3: it's definitely better to uh, act now rather than yeah. later because you never know. And I've had this happen to me that you you hesitate on grabbing something when it shows up and then it's gone and you regret it because you never find it again. Yep, that's true. So next we have a question from Anamalia who says, <laughs> who says, who do you think is worse Marissa from Gundam Age, I mean, obviously he means Alyssa, mm-hmm. or Kakazaki from Macross. Mm. For my money, money, I would say Kakazaki. This is because while Marissa does have a lot of spunk, at least doesn't boast as well. In other words, she may enjoy her job, but she doesn't kid herself that she is ace material like Kakazaki did. You know, they both uh, suck pretty evenly as far as pilots go. Mm-hmm. They're both pretty useless. But mm-hmm. Kakazaki, man, he's. He's got uh, he's got good taste in steak. No doubt. He didn't get yeah. to finish it, but he knows how to he knows how to pick a nice steak when he sees one. Medium rare. <laughs> Although he was well done. <laughs> he was.
4: Yeah, it's um. You
3: yeah, been waiting I, to do that joke uh,
1: all day. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Probably, probably that Kakazaki. I, I
4: I don't know. Um, out of the two, one of them actually lived. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Arisa because of that yeah, qualifier, but she, right? But there. She,
3: but look what she spawned. Oh yeah. well I mean I, you have a point. Look what she spawned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Damn, I guess Kakasaki and his Kakazaki um I guess would be the better choice. He didn't
3: he didn't he didn't live on to uh to pass out his seed. Oh yeah. Yeah. But his stake will
4: always go wanting.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> They said that
4: they said that wrapped in the UN spacey flag to his parents,
1: Mr. and Mrs. Kakasaki, Here's the flag. There you go. And half-eaten porterhouse your son wanted to keep.
4: Treasure it always. <laughs> uh, food, food is food is a food is a da-
1: that's a that's a precursor of death in macros between pineapple pineapple salad and uh,
4: steak. Yeah, never so. leave a steak unfinished in the macros universe. You, you 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 pound that shit.
3: <laughs> you about to go out to battle. Great question. All right. So we have next a question from Haro Meister who says, hello, Gundam. One question. If you have the option to swap lead characters from different Gundam shows, who would it be and where will you put them? Bright's the exception because he'll probably end up slapping everyone if you put him in Destiny. Thanks, guys. We had a topic on something similar to this a while back, so uh, I'll just refer people to that and we'll move on. Dig in the crates, guys. (laughs) Next, we have Sakura Angel who says, hi, guys. Your more irritated Mexican fan is here. Oh. Do we have a less irritated Mexican fan?
1: I didn't know we had an irritated or a less irritated one. I had no clue about this news to me.
3: He says here, first in episode 112, Dan Versus was mentioned, and here's a little more info in the Dan Versus series. Just imagine in your mind a TV series based on Austin, a.k.a. the general, having his ranting and hate over every little thing – From Salvation Army to a Barbershop. Now the question is, will you watch the show and why? Why not? Well,
1: if it's it's a show of the the general hating on stuff, of course, I would watch. Well, I don't
3: need to watch someone uh, hating on stuff because I live it every day. This this guy's always hanging around me (laughs) or calling me. So (laughs) I experience that on a daily basis.
4: And neither do I, man. I got show for that. (laughs)
3: But I might give it a try someday when I have less things on my plate. Yeah,
4: maybe. Because
1: that was the source of his irritation, not seeing this show?
3: I, I don't know. But there's more. He says, second, this one's for Chris, but Neo can also comment on it. In oh. Gundam, special, Gundam Special 18, Sobro and the Nostalgia Crusaders discussed about Sega's bad situation. So the question is, what is your opinion on the subject? Oh. Thanks, guys, and sorry for the horrible orthography I have. Well, I didn't listen to that episode because I wasn't in it. Oh, so well all I care about with Sega is that they give me more yakuza i don't care about anything else
4: (laughs) (laughs) let's hope that happens
1: yeah and i haven't heard the nostalgic crusaders on that either but i i'm I'm sure it was a hearkening back to the good old days when you know everything was a plenty and you know all the all you know there was so many free form of ideas and everything was the best game and it's all garbage now so
4: indeed indeed you 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 summed it up so so exquisitely (laughs)
1: sure that's what it was they knew how to bail they knew how to make games back then these games
4: now they just don't there hasn't been a good game since 1998 for a real depiction of how it was go back and listen to those specials everybody (laughs) the nostalgic crusaders (laughs) instead of the divine crusaders the nc Awesome. I I finally have a name for my group. That's great. All
3: but, right. Um... So uh next we have a question from Rigins which yeah. I have to I have to jump in here for a minute. Um this is an absurdly long question. Oh, it's not and long. it's like yeah. it's like it's like two things in this absurdly long question and I'm just not going to read this not because it's a bad question or anything but guys we don't have all freaking day here to sit and read your questions with these massive explanations and massive setups just get to the point and move on and be done with it so i'm not yeah. going to answer i'm not going to ask this question if you want to go and and you know repost this in a more concise form for future consideration, that's fine, but I'm <laughs> I'm just not gonna touch this. I don't I don't have the time to waste reading so much crap. Damn. Not crap in like your question is crap, just crap in the general sense.
1: Yeah, you you, you can yeah answer ask a question in, in, a, in a very concise way. You don't have to. Is he set up
3: a punchline? Like, we don't need the doctoral dissertation. Oh, it's that bad, huh? Oh, geez, okay. Damn. It, it is the it is. I'm sorry to say the uh, the epitome of TLDR. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So next we have some questions that are thankfully short from Arbiter Gundam who says, How come we never see Dale on the boards? Or do we? <laughs> he's always lurking in the background watching you, so he's on uh,
1: he's on dealmaker.com trying to <laughs> trying to get a trip to Aruba for forty five. He's too busy
3: cents. scamming free trips to to waste uh <laughs> with us people on Talk.
4: He stays but camping no. at Stubhub. <laughs>
3: Dale uh Dale makes sure that everything runs smoothly, so Amazing. he's he's uh Mr. Backend. Indeed. And uh he also says I've recently seen Big O and perhaps you gentlemen might be able to help me understand season two better. Ooh. Uh tomatoes? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out, so <laughs> Well, you also asked that question on the Facebook group, so mm-hmm. <laughs> pick, take your pick. When, yeah.
4: I guess when we review the show, uh inevitably we'll uh we'll finally uh we'll finally get into that but i haven't seen the show in a while so i, I i'm still mind deaf a little bit from the ending, so
3: <laughs> i need to go back and watch myself he also says neo what do you think of the relationship between dorothy and roger oh probably the I'm, I'm i I'm a, I assume he's asking this from a robot tom's perspective of you know a robot and a human
1: um in terms of the robot tomes, um yeah, it's it's dangerous. But in terms of characters, I think it was I think it's probably one of the better relationships within that show. But um yes my first inclination inclination is to destroy her because we can't need robots multiplying. We don't need them smart. But in the character wise, I thought it was probably one of the best uh, character relationships in the show. And um seemed really genu- genuine and really she brought out she made Roger a more interesting and better character as the show went on. So, but that's all robots.
3: <clears throat> okay. And next we have Die Gundam Logan, who says, how would you feel if Ghibli, Ghibli worked on a Gundam or a Mecha movie? I don't think this counts as a hope and dream because I myself am not completely sure if I really want that. <laughs> 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 well, we sort of already had that. It's, it's uh, in essence, a uh, turn a Gundam. Yeah. That's pretty much the closest I'm you would close get to, to a say. Ghibli a ghibli gundam series so there you go and i would not be opposed to it as long as it's not full of uh preachy environmentalism oh
1: god yeah macro
4: zero for that i i i think it would be a, a a neat concept for a movie um i just to see them uh taking approach to a, to a to a gundam series but um yeah i wouldn't want it to be preachy either i would like to be more true to what a gundam series would be uh, but to see that gorgeous animation uh, put to, uh, to, to, to a Gundam-based story, that would be pretty nice to see. So uh, I'd, I'd have to definitely uh, uh, vote positive in that direction.
3: All right. Next we have a couple of questions, well, more than a couple of questions, from a poster named Wes2Bess. Mm. says, Hello Gundam, long-time listener, first-time poster. Number one, if you guys ever did an interview with the screenwriter of Gundam Age, what would be the first question you guys would ask? What the hell happened? <laughs> well, that's Soul Bros' question.
4: <laughs> why, why did you do this? I think that's I think that's everybody's question. <laughs> that's Chris's question.
1: Why is there a third se- Why is there a third generation? That would be fine. There you go. I think that covers everything we'd want to
3: know. Yeah, It'd be a long day. It'd be a long day for an interview there. Number number two, if you guys are in charge of Sunrise, what business decisions would you guys make? Oh. Personally, I would run the company into the ground.
4: Oh, yeah. damn!
1: <laughs> I, I think it's probably Yeah, yeah, that's th- th- there's too many there.
4: <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd do some paradigm shifting. There you go, buzzwords. I would bring Watanabe back to direct at least another anime. That's what I would do. <laughs> oh. I know my dream is small, but that would that'd be what I'd do. There you go.
3: Number three. Do you guys think Sobros' laugh should be the laugh track for every sitcom on TV that's on right now? No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll be the first Do they even say. still do laugh tracks?
3: Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. I
4: didn't even know. Yeah. Uh, then then uh, uh, most CBS sitcoms. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know they still use that stuff. Hm. Well, I mean, it's it's probably recorded laughter, but they they kind of amp it up a little too much. I know um, it's I know what a laugh track is.
3: I'm just I know. <laughs>
1: I,
4: I didn't know that they still used them. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's
3: interesting. And next, he says, "What non-Japanese song would you use as the opening and ending theme to any anime?" My answer is simple. Everything Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd.
2: Ooh.
3: <laughs> All the time. The Immigrant the Battle song. of Evermore. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be, be awesome for a fantasy show, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Perfect anime would be just nothing but music from Led Zeppelin throughout it. Like just a balls to the wall series. Yes. And you just have nothing but insert songs from Led Zeppelin. And you could let every episode kick off with, um, with the Battle some. of Evermore or, um, or the here's Immigrant the song.
1: Though. But okay. here's the thing, though. You're going to have about 14 different songs because they went through 14 different different ways of uh they had 14 different types of music that, that they were doing it starts off with the blues mm-hmm. then it goes harder then it's metal oh, yeah. then it's fantasy metal then it goes poppy then it went ska so yeah, there be you a got, lot of
4: shows you got you got a lot of mood you got, you got you got all the different moods covered by led zeppelin basically and you can just have like man uh, it would be the most expensive anime ever made
2: <laughs> oh, definitely. So-
4: <laughs> um, but uh, as for my pick, uh, I would go with "Emergency on Planet Earth" from um, from Jamiroquai. Um I don't know what you start off with, but I just think that's a a dope ass song to kick off a show with. Uh, that, I would love that. Master of Puppets.
3: Oh well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number number five. What anime did you guys like the first time you saw it, but then start to dislike it in later viewings?
4: Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh no! <laughs> I know you guys answered, but go ahead. So, what's our answer?
1: Uh, Evangelion.
3: No, I I still like you Mengliang. I just can't stand the fandom. Oh man, but there you go. i um, I'm I'm. I'm
1: basically lost at what version to even pay attention to anymore
4: <laughs> um i guess one of mine would probably be death note um i like the first half of the series but that second half uh upon second
2: viewing yeah just not you know what i
1: got, i have to agree with you on that i was yeah. kind of hyped with death note and then i tried to watch it again i was just like it's really not doing it for me it's like i've seen it once okay i got it but it's just not i'm not it doesn't have that replay factor to me
2: I'll,
3: I'll third that because that second half was just uh, a yeah. bunch of convoluted nonsense, and it should have just ended with light winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why can't evil just win for once? Damn! <laughs> <Exactly. laughs>
1: it worked for it worked for Empire Strikes Back. I mean, come on.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, number six, what is your favorite anime music in a series that you dislike or don't care for? Ooh. P.S. That series that shall not be named is excluded. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I would probably nominate the soundtrack for Brain Powered by Yoko Kano because that series is pretty <laughs> pretty garbage, but the soundtrack is awesome.
4: Thank you, sir. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree I, with you on that. That was gonna be my fucking
3: yeah. I
1: I have one you all can agree on, Destiny. Got him see Destiny. But that's the show. Yeah. Yeah. so garbage. Music great. Great music in that great music in that and um in that show, but
4: mm-hmm. Just garbage series. I agree. <laughs> For a second, I thought that was a series that shall not be named. But then again, um, I realized what the show that's, that was. That's, yeah, that's,
2: that's, that's, that's the, the uh, other
3: one. They still have the same franchise. Indeed. So. All right. Number seven. What would you want to see? So would you want to see a remake of the 1970s sitcom Three's Company remade as Sobro's Company, a.k.a. The Sobro's Men, starring Sobro Ryu, DK. And Saji Crossroad. What format would it be? Sitcom reality TV? And what song would you use as the opening theme? <laughs> what, <laughs> and what would the plot be about? No, I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see this. We're moving on. Hey, man, the yeah, Jefferson back. theme.
4: The Jefferson's theme. Let's
3: go. Yeah. <laughs> Number yes. eight. What, yeah. <laughs> we got to speed through these questions. I got uh, a team go clock on me. All right, all right go ahead. What, what would DK and Saji and possibly Solbro play in every single movie directed by Sir Bay from Bad Boys to Transformers 4? <laughs> The, per, the, the useless mean. quiet spectators.
1: Yeah. The that, first that, people that mm-hmm. that uh, get hit by a truck or something. The first yes. people to get blown up.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Number 9 is the character Leo Spitz, Sam's friend from Revenge of the Fallen, a Sobro's man. I hate you yes. for this question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is.
4: God damn it. Yes, he is. <laughs> That's terrible.
1: <laughs> hey, you you've set the you set the standard. Oh, sure so. I have.
3: <laughs> and lastly, number 10, name five anime OVA slash movies you would want to see on Blu-ray right now, officially. Ooh. Well, I don't know if this means stuff that's on Blu-ray in Japan but not available here, so I'll throw a bubblegum crisis, have that be released here on Blu-ray. And just to be lazy, four Ghibli movies that have not been released in America but are out in Japan.
4: Uh, a
1: dirty pair of movies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like three or four dirty pair of movies. <laughs> Damn,
4: so uh, uh, For me, uh, Video Girl I. Golden Boy. I agree with Bubblegum Crisis. Uh, Dan was on. The, oh, here is Greenwood and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: The Ovas from. Um, from, from How did I know 90s. you would say that? Of course, man. The shit, always. Oh.
3: <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. uh, the general he thinks that you only like JoJo because of uh, the Capcom game. He's
4: out of his fucking mind.
3: Um, I was introduced to oh, JoJo oh, 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 first. Oh. off yeah, I'm, I
4: take a, oh. I take offense to that. Oh. First off. Second, I was introduced to JoJo before I even played the game through the OVA back in 1997. So if he wants to take that up with me,
3: I will blow him up. Thank well, you. Well, you, <laughs> you, you can do that in March oh, good. At, at MegaCon because he's coming up. I'll kill him.
4: <laughs> damn no i'm God, serious fire. man don't don't mess with me when it comes to that series <laughs> that's damn. not that's not even cool Damn! Not uh, even don't cool. kill the messenger just would, you know no, no i'm not killing chris no i i, I can uh, definitely separate man. the two but that's word to austin you come at me bro i'm ready <laughs> man someone just went all hulk on us I don't give a yeah, damn. exactly it's like, dude, you want to get me heated you talk about you talk about jojo in the in the negative light we're gonna get it we're gonna get in on this Sober
3: wow. sober no, sober, I, I can't sober, I can't on, I can't wait to I can't wait to see the sparks explode and I'll be sure to mention this shop if you <laughs> two in in person shop will be to, wrecked just to see this happen <laughs> to see this train wreck so that will wrap up the abbreviated mailbag this time of course you can drop your questions in the thread on the megatalk forums and again please keep them concise we don't mind if you ask us a lot of questions but just keep them short and to the point don't give us a huge doctoral thesis (laughs) (laughs) and with that i'll turn it back to sobro to wrap us out
4: well, sh- shout out to Riot Jens. I, I enjoy your questions, but yeah, um, if, if you can, if you can just, uh, if you can just uh, bring it more to the point, that would be awesome. Um, and uh, I look forward to when your question gets resubmitted.
1: Don't laflaga it. Don't laflaga. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ne- if you need help to write mm-hmm. to write concise talk mm-hmm. with Moo. He, he he had to he had to he had to go oh, through yeah. this too. So Maybe I mean, we- he he can give you some pointers on. I didn't see the the entry, but from what it sounds like it was a big setup is what this guy was doing at right least,
4: at least with ryan's we won't have to tell him twice with Moo, we had to tell him a million times so <laughs> he's
1: a piece of felon you can't tell you, they don't want to listen
4: <laughs> uh, all i know uh, uh if, if uh, uh, any any last uh any last things you guys wanted to mention before we close this episode out no, no. <laughs> well, well all right I, I got one shout out and uh it is uh and i it's a weird shout out um shout outs to cooper tires the tire manufacturer. Apparently, their new brand of tire is called the Cooper Xeon RS3. That's right. Spelled Z-E-O-N, literally. if You, you know Xeon's know.
1: a gas, right?
4: Is it now? Well, damn.
1: It's, <laughs> I think it's on the periodic chart. I might be wrong. I'm not a scientist, so don't yell at me, know, listeners, no. if there is.
4: If it is, then, um, then I, I sit corrected, but I just found that weird oh. when I heard it advertised on, I have, uh, on the radio. I have, I have
1: one thing. Mm-hmm. I know we have artists out there. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the artist out there. I'm I'm challenging this because this is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see if you guys can do a picture. You can email them directly to me, and you might even get something out of it. You don't know, oh, right. but um, I want to see me, Surpe, Lord King, and the Admiral on top of a carcasses of robots beating back the robot apocalypse in color. <laughs> and the best one will be
3: selected. Nice, and nice. be put into the. <laughs> And win a complete DVD set of Judo and the Junkyard Kids.
4: Yes, <laughs> the the picture would be titled "No Country for Old Toasters."
1: <laughs> no, it won't be because it'll be good. It'll be a good. Damn! Don't insult! Don't insult those! Don't insult the artists out there! Come on, why well, you go
3: and mention that movie? That's that's. Uh, Jesus, that now, Jesus! Now you're bringing out the Neo Hulk. Oh, he's a. And then we'll have to bring out the Anti Hulk. <laughs> yes. <Boy. laughs> All right. God, awesome, awesome. But uh,
4: <laughs> well, good shout out, Neil. Thank you. And uh no, I'm serious. So
1: I and I, t- I want to start seeing some. I know there's some talented guys out there. So I'd like to see it, and you know, we'll definitely uh put the submissions on the face. I won't because I don't do it, but the <laughs> Soul Bro will put them on the Facebook page, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll select a winner. And like I said, the best one might get something. I don't know. Depends. Depends how I'm feeling that day. We'll send,
4: so, um, send those yeah, submissions to neo, M-A-H-Q at gmail.com. For those who don't know the email address, uh, send them there, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what those submissions look like. Well, and uh, as he gets them, we'll put them up on the Facebook group, and yes. we'll, we'll probably make a thread for them as well, so we can show And, there, them and, there's,
1: and there's no real deadline. I mean, you know, the first couple of months of the year, so it's it's not a, a huge thing, but. I'll tell you when to stop. (laughs) Good
2: stuff.
4: (laughs) But word. uh, When you guys have time, definitely peep these websites. Head on over where the magic happens. MAHQ.net. That's the mecha and Anime Headquarters. Also, make sure you visit Gundam.net, the official website for the Gundam and MAHQ podcast, and where you can download and find information on this episode and our entire back catalog. Join in on the conversation at mechatalk.net where you can also find official forums for Gundam where you can submit questions, topics, and reply to anything that we said in this episode. All other links for Gundam at MAHQ can be found at about.me/gundam. There you will find links to us on iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, and our other media facets. After listening to Gundam, the next podcast you should be listening to is Chaos Theater, MAHQ's other podcast that focuses on other facets of nerddom, hosted by the webmaster of MAHQ himself, Chris Guanche, and everybody's favorite pedal Bear of the South, Pedro Cortez. Listen to them at chaostheater.blogspot.com. Shinjuku Station also has a podcast that focuses on fighting games called Fighters Ready, hosted by Gundam's own sobro Ryu and his co-host Nick the Stampede. Fight your way on over to FightersReady.net where you can download episodes and join in on the conversation. And that's it for episode 118 of Gundam at MAHQ. We'll see you guys next time.
2: Here's
5: the deal: we draw cards off the top one by one. You pull the Joker, you lose. Why don't we see which one of us is luckier, you or me? Your game. I just wanted to drink a milk, but what the hell? Once we're done here, you can drown yourself in it for all I care. All right, you go first. You mind if I ask why you're so stuck on luck? It's the one thing in God's domain. No training to it. Or honing of one's skills? Nothing. That's why I want to test it. I want to find out just what God thinks of me. Know what I'm saying? Whatever. So look. If I win, huh? do I get to walk out of here in one piece? I won't let anyone lay a hand on you. And I only shoot people when I'm looking them in the eyes. It's kind of a personal code. Luck don't come to a brother who'll shoot you in the back. That's a relief. Looks like you're up. The one who draws the Joker loses, right? You trying to scare me? Just two cards left. Well, that's a shame. It's all over. Looks like you win.
2: (sighs) Lucky, 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 well, Bob, um,
5: you're alright in my book, you're a brave man. You've got guts. Oh, forget about that mess back at the church. Sounds good. How about that milk? The only problem is I only like to surround myself with people who do as they're told. <clears throat> Throw his ass out. <laughs> <Surf your>
2: ass. <laughs>
4: Gundam. at MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. Two pilots engaged in neural bridge. Ready to activate the
2: Jaeger
5: of our hope at the end of our time we have chosen to believe in each other today we face the monsters that are at our door
2: today we are canceling the apocalypse